The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Wilbur I'm your host. Time for some conference championship bold predictions. Joining me to break them down, to give out the boldness. One of us has a spreadsheet. Brian Wilson, John Breach, Tyler Sullivan, and Katie Sully. What's up, fellas? I thought you said break out the baldness, which would explain why Breach is letting his hair breathe, because everyone else has hats on. The hair plugs are can't be wrapped up for 24 hours, Breach. Mm. Well, Wilson, I took a shower last night. Uh, I, w- I was going to go the whole Bengals playoff run without a shower, but it was getting a little out of hand. Uh, so I sucked it up. And, you know, you got to let the volume out so that you don't get hat heads. So that's where I'm at right now. You take showers at night, huh? Uh, is- actually, not usually. I'm a g- I hate showering at night, but I did not have a choice. He is eight years old, so it checks out. Well, when you have a toddler, you do it whenever you can squeeze time in. <clears throat> Sully, are you showered? Ready to go? Yeah, Howard fluffed and buffed and ready to do this thing. Yeah. Um, Can I just start by saying that uh, Wilson had a, had a very rough week last week, bowl prediction wise? Yeah, the scores are going to be interesting. <laughs> I'm I'm excited to get this rehash going. Uh, well, let's let's just get to the recap first. Um, what uh? Yeah, boy. What uh? Who's who? Winners and losers from last week's bowl predictions. I don't I don't think I've gotten one right yet. I mean, no, I you just, have zero points. What what's the scoreboard what? coming in? Breach. All right, after the wild card round, the score was Wilson four, Sullivan one and a half, Breach a half a point, Brinson zero points. All right, let me tell you who the favorite was going into the Jaguars Kansas City game. Uh, it was Sully. What was Sully's bold prediction, Breach? Mine was that oh. mine was that a Jaguars fan would uh, photograph a Chiefs fan eating a baked potato in the stands. So I don't know if that happened. I think I think I got that. Brinson, you win a lifetime supply of potatoes. So good. <laughs> that is excellent. Please share those with us. We all love potatoes. I, I can't tell you how much I love that story. By the way, we haven't talked about it. If, in case you didn't see it, and we should have talked about it in the recap, a Chiefs fan. Yeah, it kind of went viral after the fact. Yeah. Well, we but yeah, we. I'm just saying we haven't we we haven't discussed the fact that a Chiefs this Casey potato girl took a baked potato into the game and proceeded to eat it while filming herself for her friends. As she's doing it, a Jaguars fan is like, holy crap, there's a girl eating a potato in the stands of this divisional round playoff game, snapped a picture, but she happened to be filming it and filmed him or the other fan taking the picture. It was Inception. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then so he tweeted, the, the Jags fan, I don't know if it's he or she, whatever, the Jags fan tweets about it and then, the, the potato Casey potato girl, which she's now renamed herself on Twitter, 
replies back. He's like, no, dog, I got you. I enjoyed a potato and a W. How do you like that? And just an absolute dunking. I mean, it's just, it's, it's a love story for the ages, really. I don't even, I'm assuming that the baked, the potato was baked. It wasn't raw. That would be hardcore, but I, I don't know if it's, the, I've never seen it, but is that weirder than taking a banana to a game and eating it? Cause I mean, it has its own casing. It actually Watch maybe tastes back. better. Well, I, here's the other question. Was it, um, or an apple? Presumably it was a, it, like the potato was baked and then wrapped in some kind of tinfoil or yeah. vehicle or plastic. And taking the, the skin itself is edible. Absolutely. I can or, see that being like a tailgate thing. Just being like, all right, you know, let me just throw it in the pocket and see if I can get sell it. it you, you bring the potato gun to the tailgate anyway. I mean, you're shooting true. people. And the ones you don't shoot, you eat. There it is. See, not as Actually, the banana is a weird move, Wilson. People carry bananas. Weird. I think like, it's weirder than the than the potato. Maybe. And like, let me say this about potatoes. Some people, my brother, <laughs> eats them like an apple. Literally eats them like an apple. Just like bites through the skin. They're delicious. A banana, you have to peel. There's there's leftover stuff you have to get rid of. Potatoes, you can just eat them raw and they're gone. I so, was you know, this is this is an interesting point too. You can see it, and if you could zoom in a little bit more, Nana, maybe um, you can tell that the potato has been baked. It's not like a raw potato. However, there's like because you can see the slice in the middle of it where you know yeah. uh, there doesn't appear to be any cheese added to it. Um, just hardcore old school. Just an old school potato. I don't. I, I think Breach is right. I think potatoes, if given the choice, I'll take potatoes and salt over just a banana. Yeah. Yeah. Also, a banana is going to get mushy. Yeah. You know, the potato is going. It's it's cold as hell in there. The potato, if properly kept warm. Because presumably you could wrap it in aluminum foil and it would, or I mean, like tin foil, and it would still be like kind of. War, war. All right, let's do this quickly, and then we'll, we'll get to the bowl predictions. Rank them in terms of something you want to eat at a stadium like Casey Potato Girl. Potatoes, bananas, apples. You get one snack for four quarters of football. What are you taking? I, I think I'm going potato. I think I'm going the, potato, too. It's so easy. Can I put cheese on the potato? Yeah, sure, whatever. You put cheese where, on the apple. Where are you carrying the cheese? Where are you carrying the cheese, Brent? Oh, no, no, you, you, you bake the potato, and then you put the cheese in it, and you seal no, it up. No, this has to be cheese. like a, a hiking sort of, like it has to be Survivor Man type situation. You're not bringing a, a walk. The thing you. we haven't pointed out about the banana, no, no, no. too, is what do you do with the peel? Throw, I mean, same thing you do with your, you bomb it on the ground. What do you do with peanut shells at a football game? I think it's a little bit different. <laughs> it's it is a little different. <laughs> I mean, Breach. if you're a good if you're a good Samaritan, you put the peel under your seat and then you pick it up when the game's over and put it in a trash can. Breach, Breach, what are you right taking? Now, do you clean up the stuff underneath your seat after a game? Because I'm Audi five thousand. <laughs> I, I I think I'm doing the banana. My problem is that what? I don't like, I don't like eating apples in public because you have the core left over and they're like it's a lot. I do like the idea of the potato, but I just usually I'm in the mood for something a little sweeter uh, when right. I'm outside. Two taters, one banana. What do you got, Brenton? I, I'm. I mean, I don't want any of these things, but I know that I have to choose what, one. What thing that grows from apples, the earth would apples, you take with you? Apples off the table for me. I'm with Breach. Like I don't want to oh. eat an apple at a game. You're, you're getting just, just like your hands are sticky. No, oh, so no oranges or anything either. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a yeah. And, and banana <laughs> for me. Banana for me. It feels like I don't know. But eating a banana doesn't feel right at a football game. Uh, <laughs> in general, a potato does. <laughs> I, I just said none of these things. So I think by default, I'm going potato particularly. Now, this is a totally different ballgame. It's like a September, like like September game in Raleigh at noon. And it's like 97 degrees. I'm not jamming down a, a baked potato at that point. I'll just take the banana or the apple. I feel like potato also soaks in some beers more so than a banana or an apple. Starches. Sully knows what's up. Yeah. All right. So Breach, last Jaguar, Kansas City. Sully was the favorite. What was Sully's bowl prediction? 
All right, Sully's bowl prediction was five touchdown passes by Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence threw one touchdown pass. Oobly. All right. Yikes. So uh, go, we'll reverse the order. I think I'm last. I said Mahomes throws two interceptions, loses the fumble, throws for 353 touchdowns. Casey wins, but Jack's covers. Casey won and Jack's covers. I, I get, you know, a tenth of a point you for got that. Points there. Uh, Patrick Mahomes threw for 195 yards, Yeesh. so a little short there. Mahomes did not lose a fumble, and he did not throw any interceptions, which brings me to my prediction was that I said Patrick Mahomes would throw twice as many interceptions as Trevor Lawrence. Again, Mahomes did not throw any interceptions. Brinson's prediction was that Andy Reid would run the Philly special <laughs> at some point in the game. Again, if Brinson would have come through with just any normal prediction, he probably wins this one. Wow, <laughs> you guys did that. What was my normal prediction going to be? I, I mean, I don't know what you hear. Do, do we give it to Wilson because he said uh, the Chiefs would win and Jags would cover, so he gets the point? I'll take a half a point because everything else was terrible. Give me a point okay. five, Reed. All right, half a point okay. seems right. So no zero for everyone else? Okay. All right. The I'm next, gonna land one of these like six point predictions at some like in the next three games and, and take the lead somehow. Yeah, you're gonna need it. Uh, next game, Giants Philadelphia. I was the favorite based on grades going in, and mine was the Giants when Daniel Jones runs for more yards than Jalen Hurts. That's a big fat zero. Ooh. Uh, what else we got? Breach. Uh, Sullivan was that Miles Sanders would rush for 200 yards. Miles Sanders rushed for 90, even though the Eagles did have a huge rushing day with 268 yards. Uh, me and Brinson had AJ Brown predictions. Oh, my, crap. my prediction was that AJ Brown would finish with under 45 receiving yards. AJ Brown finished with 22 receiving yards. Oh no! What's the next one? 250 Brinson's, or something? Brinson's was that AJ Brown would get 200 receiving yards, three touchdowns, oh, and he also threw in that the <laughs> Eagles would win by double digits. So that. Save this prediction from right. being completely I sort of feel like I could get a quarter of a point. I was going to say, does, does Brinson finally get on the scoreboard? Throw me a mercy. Uh, no. <laughs> half points when both uh, – I nailed it, so I feel like I okay. have to get the full point. For you know, sure. like, Fair enough. That's, that's, okay. and I don't, I mean, I'm, just, I'm just saying that, like, I was kind of the only person out there – Like, I mean, I feel like everyone thought the Giants were going to cover, and I was, like, kind of pounding the table that they were going to get blown out. Yeah, no, you were right about that. That should have been. That should have been. That should have been. That, right. that would have been your only part of the prediction. I would award you the point. <laughs> right. well, that's why I was looking for like a, a mercy quarter point or something. Like that. Um, <laughs> All right, Cincinnati Buffalo. Sully was the favorite breach going in. What did he have? Uh, Sully was the favorite. He had in that game that Joe Burrow throws twice as many touchdowns as Josh Allen. Oh my God! Joe Burrow had if... two. Josh Allen had zero. Ryan, you're our math genius. Does this pan out? Uh, twice as many as uh, uh, zero is zero, so you lose, Sully. Twice, ah! as many. <laughs> I'll give it to Sully. No, that's great. I and mean, that's literally like, yeah, I, I think that, that well, is, twice uh, as many as one. No, is actually, two. I, although I will point out when we were discussing this, I think I talked myself back. Well, let's a little get bit. through all four and then we can award okay, yeah. the points. I'm just saying that when we were discussing this, it was like, now look, like if Josh Allen, there's no passing touchdowns, <laughs> it would be, it would, you wouldn't win because it wouldn't be double. And we're like, but that's not gonna happen. All right, we'll revisit you in a second, Sully. What else we got, Breach? Uh, Wilson, you had Joe Burrow and Josh Allen combined for five turnovers. Did I win? Uh, I think they had one, and okay. it was by Josh Allen really late in the game. Yep. Uh, and then we also had uh, – I had Josh Allen held under 200 total yards. That did not happen. He had 291 total yards. Um, and Brinson had T. Higgins scoring the first touchdown <laughs> – the first touchdown did go to a Bengals receiver, but it was Jamar Chase. Okay, so I think I'm willing to give Sully a full pointage there. Yeah, I have to. 
Sorry. Yeah, I think Sully gets it. I'll I mean, because I mean, the spirit of what Sully was trying to go for, which is... He's just not good at math. No, but well, yeah, right, right. Burrow, Burrow... Uh, was it specifically passing touchdowns? Because he did rush for one, and that would be twice as many. No, we have to go back and listen to the tapes to get it, but I'm I sorry, I think I'm buying it. this point, Sully. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's already we already gave it to him and he's still making his argument. Well, no, All right. the, the spirit of what Sully was going for hit, I sure. Yeah, no, fair enough. We'll give it to you, Sully. Uh congratulations, by the way. Matt Patricia out Bill O'Brien in as the office Ooh. coordinator yeah. in New That'll England. So big day for you. And let's right. also, we mentioned this. Um I mentioned this. I can't remember when I said this. I said it at some point. Uh, Albert Breer reminded maybe I said it on HQ. Albert Breer reminded me of when he tweeted it. But um, when Bill O'Brien went to Alabama, Mac Jones actually sat down with him and helped him learn the uh, Alabama offense because Mac Jones knew back. it so well. And after and it was like a hype point for Mac Jones during the draft process. So I mean, I think like that's certainly got to be a, a bonus for Bill O'Brien going to uh, Alabama was okay with Bill O'Brien leaving too. So I don't know. We'll see. Things are different. Saban, Saban, I think it's just hard to be Nick Saban's any any coordinator for Nick Saban for a lengthy amount of time, unless you're like Kirby Smart, who's just you know clearly the greatest coach in football now. No more excuse for Mac. That's what I'll say. Ooh, settle down, Sully. He's got, got he's got three more years to prove himself <laughs> as a local Mac Jones homer. All right, Dallas, San Francisco. Going in, Breach, Wilson was the favorite. The teams combined for at least 65 points. If I recall correctly, they scored 80 points, so I won. Uh, let's get to the new bowl predictions. Very correct. Yeah, Wilson predicted 65 points. They didn't even total half of that. Uh, 19 to 12, so they totaled 31 points. Next up, Sullivan was at CeeDee Lamb, would score three touchdowns. CeeDee Lamb didn't even have three catches. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> minus then, one. That's a minus one. <laughs> um, my prediction was that Cowboys would win and that Brett Maher would hit the game-winning field goal. Uh, wrong and wrong. At least Maher did hit two field goals. Although I will not make any argument because I guess Brinson's going to win this by default. Finally, he's going to win by Finally. default. Brinson's prediction was that Christian McCaffrey would go for 200 total yards. Christian McCaffrey did not come close. He got 57 <laughs> total yards. But I feel like Brinson has to get at least a half point here because he was the only one that was even in the neighborhood of anything. Uh yeah all right but so what's uh, up to you guys McCaffrey, McCaffrey did have eight ca- eight targets for six catches for twenty two yards that's almost impossible to do credit to the Dallas defense for bottling him up if you had told me McCaffrey gets ten carries and eight targets I would have said that I'm like kind of in the range of just let me just look and see what his um I want to see what his average was since the uh, since he got traded um, Bridge, while well, Brinson looks that up tell us the, the updated scoreboard all right real quick so. <laughs> Brinson, with McCaffrey getting 57 out of 200 yards, that means uh, he got 28% of what Brinson predicted. <laughs> and he's getting a half a point out of it? And uh, th- But the total points scored, Wilson got 47% of what? the way there with 31 out of 65. So I'm not – I mean, all the predictions were way off. But yeah, I, I, say, feel like... I say I'll take the zero. Give Brinson the half Okay, point. okay. Yeah. So Brinson gets a half point. So our off- – We're on the board, baby! Our updated score is everyone would have been close if he'd even if the season average in the San Francisco, not remotely close. Wilson is the leader, still is the leader with four and a half points. Uh Solly in second with two and a half points. <laughs> I have one and a half points, and Brinson has a half point. He is everyone, on the board. Everyone's on the board. Ladies it's and like, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, he's on the board. Thank it's you. like when Scott Hansen says, uh Every team has scored today on the reason. <laughs> Except for the Jacksonville Brinsons, who are... All righty, fellas. 
right. It is conference championship weekend. The first game on the docket, San Francisco, Philadelphia, Sunday at 3 p.m. And Sully, I hope someone told you this. Breach asked, we're doing a, 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 a poll protection for each team. Nobody told me that, but I did it. All right, I did it anyways. Look at you, Sully. I love He's it. doing his homework here. Anyways is one of those words I like to hear Sully say. There's like several words that like Sully says. That, and his stoppy tone. I just don't hear them around here at all. So like when I get to hear the boss, I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of a fun word. I'll, like, there's another one I really like that I can't remember what it is. All right, Brinson, you go first because you finally oh, got a point. Oh, boy, get on the board. You just throw me. So do we'll do San Francisco first. Okay. I... We'll say for the 49ers that Debo Samuel leads all receivers in receiving yards for the on whole both sides on both sides. All right. How bold is that? I don't know. I'm trying to on the board. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to stay on the board. Yeah. You're, you're dialing it back. I appreciate it. Yeah. You're not driving 200 miles an hour through the grocery store parking lot. You're just going like 50. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's tough because, I just find I find this I find this matchup to be really really difficult in general, like to to figure out how which way it's going to go. I think, like my heart is screaming Niners Niners Niners. My head is screaming Eagles 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 because you know they don't have a rookie quarterback and they are probably. But I mean, both teams are so stout on both sides. That, like I don't you know. know. I think but, it's a, this is a great rock fight. I'm going to give you an A minus for that because it's actually measured, but also it does hey, lean don't, bold. Don't because, feel bad for me. Don't, don't because don't. no the Brock Purdy situation and there will be you know a yoke. Kel, not Kelsey, George Kittle. No, George Kittle. I always forget he has the S on his name. And Christian McCaffrey. I'm going to A minus. Sully, what do you want to give him? I got to give you a B plus here because I'm okay. kind of going the other way on that when we talk about Philadelphia. But when you talk about boldness, too, Debo Samuel, he did have 133 receiving yards in the wild card round. But prior to that, it's been pretty much all Kittle. I'm just looking at, and even McCaffrey, too, since Brock Purdy's been the starter in terms of leading his team in receiving yards. So, sure. Yeah, I think I will also go B plus. As Sully mentioned, the 133 in the wild card round, he was the second le leading receiver in that game behind DK Metcalf. He was also the second leading receiver uh, earlier this season, but Brock Purdy wasn't the quarterback. And uh, besides that, uh, Debo Samuel hasn't gone over 80 yards in. He's only gone over 80 yards twice this season. So the idea of him having a huge game where he has to beat out uh, everybody on the AJ Brown, everybody on the Eagles side. I like it. E plus. Well, and I think too, like you're looking at a San Francisco defense that is more vulnerable to the pass than it is to the run. If the Eagles can't get that run game going with Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders, maybe they have to attack that way. Um, and yeah, Eagles have some pretty good guys in the secondary. Okay, cool. Thanks, guys. All right, Sully, go ahead. Can't wait for Devo Samuel to have three catches. You got a half point. We're all proud of you. We want you to, to get another half point. Next. This is a this is a, look. I appreciate the mercy grading. I, I you know you're gonna you, maybe no, it's actually what. Your grades are so outrageous that it was hard to, to you know, what scale to use. This scale that, was, that was the plan was to be like, like egregious through the first two rounds of the playoffs and then come back with a little bit of, and a, then turn it down with yeah, some yeah. decent predictions. <laughs> you say that that was the plan, but that was so not the plan. You wanted yeah. to hit home runs right out of the gate. There was no plan. Sully. There was no, there's, there's no plan. All right. Mine, I'm going to go with the San Francisco 49ers score 17 or fewer points. That would be the wow. lowest that they've scored with Brock Purdy as their quarterback. I think the Eagles are a really good matchup for them offense or defensively against that offense. You mean so a, bad, a bad matchup for them. Yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah, exactly. They're a bad matchup against the, the Eagles. And so, yeah, I think they're wow. going to be going to be low scoring in this game. So just to, to point out, 35, 21, 37, 37, 38, 41 in the 19 last week are the point totals for the San Francisco 
uh, 49ers during the Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you're calling that after if they lose. The Brock Purdy starting experience. So that, Sully, I'm going to give that an A. I would have given it an A plus if they didn't score just 19 last week. That's the only reservation I have, but I'm going to give it an A. Um, I'm going to give it a B plus. I'm going to stick with the B pluses. Uh, Wilson's reservation is part of that. And then the other part of that is you have to look at the, the Eagles defense. The Eagles defense has surrendered 17 or fewer points in 10 of their 18 games. So like they, I know that obviously it's bold from the 49er side, but from the Eagles defensive side, that's the only reason, uh, I'm docking you here. So I'm going B plus too. I'll go uh, A minus. I think it's I think it's bold to call to suggest a Kyle Shanahan offense will score seventeen or fewer points. Yes, the the fact that the they only scored nineteen last weekend against the Cowboys is certainly you know reason for for docking it. But I mean, yeah, looking at who the Eagles hey, the Eagles held the Vikings and Commanders, Steelers stink, Texans stink, Colts stink, Titans stink. Giants. I'm just reading off the teams they held to seventeen or less points. The Steelers stink. I know. I thought so. Well, it's a Matt Canada. It's not. I'm not ripping the Steelers. It's a Matt Canada. Well, luckily he got fired. Oh wait. <laughs> I mean, that's it's unbelievable that they're anyway. We we, we can oh, we have time for that later. Um, okay. Breach, go ahead. All right. My bold prediction is that Brock Purdy is held under 130 yards passing. Uh, I will throw out two nuggets here. That has only happened three times to a starting quarterback in the playoffs since 2015. Uh, but the twist here is that every time it has happened, the team that has had the quarterback go under 130 has won. Is you that know, part of your bold prediction? So my bold prediction, no, is just that Brock Purdy gets held nah. under 130 yards. So let me I'm I'm gonna do something outside the box here. I'm gonna include my bold prediction with breaches because it's sort of similar. And that way we can judge them together instead of me getting screwed after you guys love breaches and hate mine. So oh, breach yours is Purdy goes under 130, right? Yes. All right, mine true is that Brock Thirty game. <laughs> yeah, true. Mine is that Brock uh, Purdy Thirty throws two interceptions, is sacked four times, Ooh. at least, at least. So he has thrown two interceptions as a starter in Can- in San Francisco exactly zero times. He's thrown one just twice, and uh, he's had a stretch of not throwing any in four of the last six games. And he's been sacked four times just once, and that was against somehow against the Cardinals. Um, but he's been he was sacked twice last week, once the week before. So breach is at minus one thirty. I'm in, at minus two picks and minus four sacks. Um, I think that I would give them both a minuses. Good lord, I'm glad. I, I, mean, I, guess, I mean, like, hey, look, this is um very clearly a situation where the three of you are picking the Eagles straight up and against the spread because you think that Brock Purdy is going to turn into a 30 and not produce any. Uh, but as I mentioned, Britton, that the, the, every team that had their quarterback held under 130 yards has won their three. And it was Blake Bortles with Jacksonville when they beat the bills 10 to three. It was Ryan Tannehill against the Ravens when they upset the six, one game 28 to 12. And it was Ryan Tannehill against Solly's Patriots. Uh, when in both those games, Tannehill threw for under 100 yards and the Titans still won. So and yeah, you didn't pick possible. them to. You didn't pick them to. In this case, to lose. Well, I mean, the you know the, the the obvious logic is that you don't have to throw because you're you're so dominant on the ground that you that it doesn't. It's not a problem. I mean, Jalen Hurts had 154 passing yards last week against the Giants because Kenneth Gainwell and Miles Sanders absolutely gashed him on the ground. Um, and I guess Hurts did a little bit. Um, so yeah, I mean, it doesn't necessarily, but. Breach, are you saying that you're picking the Niners to win in a, in a dominant ground performance? 
No, my picks came out today, and I picked the Eagles. Mm. So you were right. <laughs> All right, Stella, go ahead. We'll take the night. We'll get B pluses on there. Yay! Wilson, B- you get an A minus from me. Well, I got to give you an A minus. Thanks, Wilson. What um I know we've looked at the I know we talked about the fact that the four previous rookies to start in the AFC or the in championship games lost. Yeah. I'm trying to remember was Big Ben was yeah. he bad? He was bad, right? Oh god, he was terrible. He was um yeah, they're playing the Patriots. He got absolutely destroyed. It was embarrassing to watch. He had played terrible the week before against the Jets, too. But the who was the kicker breach? Brian? Yep. Yeah, he kept honking short field goals. Brock Purdy, uh, excuse me, Mark Sanchez, Joe Flacco, Ben Roethlisberger, Sean King. Uh, all started uh, championship games, conference-wise, and all lost as rookies. Sanchez and, went uh, against the Colts, 17-30, 257, two touchdowns and an interception. I feel like that's pretty good. Who did that? Roethlisberger threw three interceptions, 14-24, 226 yards, two touchdowns with three interceptions. I think one was uh, might have been a Rodney Harrison pick six or Mike Frabel pick. It was, it, was, ugh, it was not a fun game to watch. Yep, Rodney Harrison, 87-yard interception return for a touchdown. I feel like I feel like the 49ers would probably sign for 60% completions, oh, yep. two touchdowns and a pick in a heartbeat, right? 100%. From Brock Purdy. Like if you I think they would sign for last week's game. Zero touchdowns, zero interceptions, 200 and whatever, 14 yards. Shanahan would be thrilled with that. Well, you know, that's, that's kind of an interesting point, too, and we'll move on to the other game in a second. But, like, I think one of the things about this matchup in particular with the Eagles is that Shanahan – you, I don't think you can get away with doing what you did against Dallas, where you tried to play it really conservatively. You tried to lean on your defense. Like I think this Philly offense is too explosive and too dynamic in terms of their run and pass balance to just be like, okay, we're going to st- steal some 1917 game. That's, that's the one thing I really worry about uh, aside from Brock Purdy with the 49ers is like, will Shanahan be his typical conservative self when it comes to decision-making on fourth downs? I mean, punted from like the, 28 or something. <laughs> yeah, but I think their game plan, like I'm only half kidding, in San Francisco was, uh, no, we're not skipping. We're going to do the Eagles in one second. We're just moving a little slow here. We'll pick it up in a second. Not a- <clears throat> but I think the game plan for Kyle Shanahan oh, right. we have to do the other teams, and the defense was uh, let's force Dak Prescott to throw the ball as much as possible. Yep. And I don't think you want to deal with Jalen Hurts. And that's that's a huge indictment of Dak Prescott, but I, I think he's fair. That, All right. Oh, yeah, the Eagles. Sorry. Um so you said you got one for both teams. Go ahead with your Eagles. Yeah, and it kind of goes into this conversation, too. I'm saying that A.J. Brown has two touchdowns of 25 or more yards. And it's very similar to the one I had last week. It just didn't come to fruition with C.D. Lamb, but it's I'm going to keep hammering at home. I think that you can beat this 49ers defense deep. And, and you look at the stats this year, their passer rating, their completion percentage, their touchdown to interception ratio on, on passes 25 yards or more through the air, all ranked bottom five in the NFL and AJ Brown, one of the better receivers to do it. He has seven touchdowns this year of 25 or more yards through the air. A plus. I love it. Okay. A, a minus just to, yeah. Sure. Yeah. A and a minus. All right. I'm going to go. Cause mine follows up on the heels of uh, what Sully just said here. Um, AJ Brown. Uh, here's my alternate bowl prediction. Uh, do you know AJ Brown's real name and nickname? Do know his real name? I've forgotten. It's um, it's uh, McCorkle. <laughs> <laughs> Eugene Cyril Smith the third. No, it's um. Oh, you know. oh god. And the, I've, I've looked at this recently, and now I can't remember it. Is your bold prediction that he changes his name before Sunday? So his real name is Arthur Wine, which is awesome. That's yeah. a fantastic oh, name. And his his nickname, which I saw in football pro football reference, Swole Batman, which is even better than Arthur Wine. <laughs> but now that that is like that is a legitimate nickname because like they all. 
name themselves Batman. It's different type of Batman. It's like um, Devontae yeah, Smith. What's, he's skinny Batman, right? Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, slow Batman, but not um, – what's his name? Ben from uh, Goodwill Hunting. Not that slow. Right. Ben Affleck. He's not Ben Affleck slow. He's actually jacked up. All right, here's my ball prediction. Uh, Arthur Juan Brown, Devonta Smith, Dallas Goddard combine for at least 250 yards. How many times has that happened this season, you may ask? It has happened three times. 257, 283, 280. But in those games, I'm trying to think, Goddard, um, not surprisingly, was the low tally getter yard-wise. Um, I was going to say they each go for 275, but that never happened during the season. So I'm going to go plus 250 combined for those three, and they've done it three times in um, 20 weeks of football now. Then they over here. I'll take it. Uh, B plus. Yeah, I think same with really? back, really back they've done it three run. times. I have to I have to dock it a little, but doing it against 49ers defense would be impressive. So then you get a point back. So B plus. All right, fine. Go ahead. Whoever's next. I am gonna say that the Eagles are held under a hundred rushing yards as a team in this game. This happens five times, go? six times a season. I was going to say, do you want to go any lower than that? that you don't think that's... What happened six times? Breach just yelled at me for doing something that happened three times. But in but those... I still gave you a B plus. Yeah, but he doubled it. Yeah, well, I have to wait until you hear my grade. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, how many? Of those, but I mean, one of those games, I'm trying to think how many. Gardner you definitely to started... 85? What's that? You willing to go to 85? Sure, I'll go. Uh, I, I'll go... I would like. You could say the lowest total. Get get bold. All right, I'll say the Eagles are held to their lowest rushing total of the season in what which Jalen Hurts starts. Okay, what is that? I'm, I'm going to find How out. Do that math? Yeah. It's 67. Okay. There you oh, go. okay. That's a that's an A. Yeah, that's A. That's bold. Yeah. I was going to give you a B minus, but now you're up to, to A territory. A I was surprised at how many times they were held under. Um, well, he's predicting something that happened literally one third of the time this season. You can't give that an A. Like, but I got a B plus. That's my point. Oh yeah, you have yeah. That, I was giving them two notches lower because it happened twice as much. You're too I, much I'm just saying, like, my grading system. You're getting too many tips right now. Several of these games that involved Gardner Minshew and/or a hurt Jalen Hurts. So that's all I'm saying. Go ahead, Breach. Um. By the way, the Eagles' lowest rushing total with Jalen Hurts came against the Tennessee Titans mm. in a 35 to 10 win. But Jalen threw for 380, so they didn't really need to. Uh, Run the ball. It was like the Steelers game where they loaded up the box and they just went over top. Well, I can guarantee you that Brent and I both won't be correct with our bold predictions because I'm going the opposite route. I am going to say that not only do the Eagles uh, rush for more than 100 yards, I'm going to say Jalen Hurts alone rushes for 150 yards. Golly, um, mm. Only one team all season, whole, an entire team rushed for 150 on the 49ers, and that was the Falcons. Jalen Hurts only went over 100 yards once on the entire season, and only one quarterback in the history of the NFL playoffs has reached 150 yards, and that was Colin Kaepernick uh, against the Packers almost a decade ago. God, 10 years ago. I mean, that feels almost too bold, Preach. I'm going to give you A- because it's borderline crazy. So is it not, do I get two points if he hits 150? No. No, you get one Great. point. Gonna I'll, I'm with Wilson. I'll go A-. minus. Okay, I'll take it. Uh, I'll give you a A minus as well. I was waiting for the D. 
I know, no, right? No, this, is, this is a real friendly grading show for some reason. I don't know why. Cincinnati, Kansas City in the oh. neutral site. Oh, no, it's at Arrowhead Stadium. You hate to see it. Sunday at 6.30 p.m. Before we go, let's take a quick break. Oh, yeah, sorry. And after the break, we will break down Chiefs and Bengals, which will be streamed on Paramount+. Plus. All right. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Streaming on Paramount Plus, a great new show. Check it out. If you've listened to the podcast, you've no idea what we're talking about. But there's an advertisement that plays during that break. All right, Wilson. Are you going right. to it up? You queue it up. I don't care. No, I'm going to give you my, my bold prediction here. All right. We're doing, uh, obviously, Bengals at Chiefs. By the way, the Bengals now minus two. Yeah, Breach is wallowing in that happiness as well. Um, I predicted it. That's all. Yep. The uh, only thing I know Breach. is point spreads. So Ooh. we've talked about this last three games going back 12 and a half months. The Bengals are 3-0 against the Kansas City Chiefs, which is pretty remarkable. All three games decided by three points. My bold prediction, the Bengals win by seven points or more. Joe Burrow sacked fewer than three times. Joe Burrow's been sacked four million times this season alone. They win by more than seven, so forget the field goal. Seven or more, excuse me. He gets sacked zero, one, or two times. I will give it a B-plus. I was in that same range. B plus. You guys are terrible. Uh, and of course, we all know what I'm giving Wilson because he's predicting a Bengals win. And so you get an A plus for me. Thank you. Well, I mean, the only reason I'm going B plus is I think that what we saw from um, the Bengals and, and what I said they needed to do was, you know, they needed to have Joe Burrow come out and throw quickly, throw, throw, throw early, throw often, and get the ball out of his hands quickly. And if you're doing that against a Kansas City defense, you feel like that would, in theory, lead to fewer sacks. I'm, uh, yeah, but they still have one time against Buffalo. And well, and the other, the other part of that with the, playing against the Bills was that the Bills have no pass rush, and also the Bengals' running game was successful, and so it was like the Bills were just on their heels, didn't know what to do on defense. Well, and but there's also another like way that this succeeds too, is which is Patrick Mahomes doesn't play, and the Bengals are up early, and and it's just Chad Henney chucking the ball around, and, and Joe Burrow's not taking not it. Patrick's playing. Well, so Patrick's playing seven or more, right? Is so that your bold be, prediction? Mahomes like doesn't play. By a touchdown. Yes. What's that? It was seven or more, right? It wasn't more than seven. Right. Seven so or by more. Touchdown. That's bold, but it's not like that. They bold. won by three every the last three games. No, I know, but still, I, I feel Dude, like it's a hobble like Mahomes. I feel like you not... don't know that. Uh, hold on. <laughs> here, let, let me back up Ryan's boldness here uh, by pointing out that the Kansas City Chiefs have not lost a game. I believe by four or more points, they have gone 31 straight games, which is like the fourth longest streak in NFL history without losing a game by four or more points. All right. So when I give you a B plus, I'll bump it up to an A minus. Thank oh, you. I, I, Breach coming to my defense. A minus. There you go, man. 
Yeah. You guys are acting like up. it's varsity versus JB or something. I think their last loss of four or more was the Super Bowl against the Buccaneers. Wow. There you go. So, so that's that's how that's how long we're talking here. All right, who's next? Sully, go ahead. I'll go, and we're going with Cincinnati, right? Yes, Cincinnati. So I will go with Joe Mixon rushes for 130 yards and a touchdown. Now, remember, he didn't play in that game earlier this season. Tamaje P. Ryan did. He had 20-plus carries for over 100 yards. <laughs> I thought he ran really well last week against the Bills, even though it was in a, you know different different circumstances. But also, I think you can run on this Chiefs team. You saw what Jacksonville was able to do as a team overall. I think it was over 140 yards. I think Mixon has a monster day. Tell me again, 120 and, and one? 130 and a touchdown. All right. I'll give that I'll give that an A minus. And he's rushed for he ran for like 150 yards earlier this season. So it's not like he's incapable of doing that. No, I think he's very capable of doing it. That's the only reason I gave you the minus. Like I feel like it Yeah. 130 yards though. I mean, that's a hell of a day. Yeah. How's it, how's it feel, for one or five in a touchdown last week? I mean, you're how's it feel like, on the other side, Sully? Not so great, huh? <laughs> My, my dunk button's really broken. I can't dunk. Um, what are you going to give him? Uh, I'll give you a B. Dang, that's the lowest score you've had all day. <laughs> I, mean, I, just, I just think, like, I think, I just think there's a there's a path. There, like the pathway is like the the Bengals get a lead early. Mahomes is struggling. You know, cannot play. I mean, like, and they just get downhill on the Chiefs. And man, that offensive line against Buffalo was so dominant. I don't think they'll be as dominant against Chris Jones and company, but they came to play. There's a chip on the Bengals' shoulder. Um, yeah, I don't. I, 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 I actually, no, I'll give it a B plus because I like it. I think it falls in line with how I think the game will go. Um, Wait, what was what was the exact prediction? One thirty and thirty and one. One thirty and one for Hill. Joe Mixon. He plays running back for the Bengals. I, I was trying to figure out the exact number on your last prediction, Wilson. The the Chiefs' last loss. Uh-huh. By four points or more was uh, week seven in 2021 against the Titans, but Mahomes got injured in that game, uh, or they took him out because it was a blowout. But it was it was ugly, and so that's been that many games. You guys can do the math on that one. So that's uh, I give it a, a B, a minus, a minus because it's the Bengals. Wait, 100, 130 yards and one TD, one thirty running, one touchdown end zone. Got it. All right, Brinson, Kansas City bowl prediction. Or excuse me, Cincinnati Bowl prediction. All right, I'm going to take Sully's. Spin it up a little. Spice <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Both Joe Mixon and Samaje Pirine, top 100 rushing yards in this game. How many times has that happened this season? Zero, I would imagine. <laughs> I would imagine zero. <laughs> Breach off the top of your head, what's the most they've combined for in a game? Do you know? Uh, definitely not that. <laughs> How Wisconsin much Piran doesn't have a hundred yard rushing game? Oh no, he has one. Yeah, he went off. Yeah, on, against uh, the Chiefs. Against the yeah. Chiefs. Ooh, against the Chiefs. Play, yeah. All right. I mean, I feel Are like you go seventy five. Is that like I mean, like I can lower it? Like one fifty. How, how about I, this? How about this? So my GP Ryan and Joe Mixon both combine combine for uh, what uh, two hundred yards from scrimmage? How about that? All right, that's a little more reasonable. So receiving and rushing. I'll I'll tell you this though, uh Brinson, earlier this season against the Panthers 42-21, they did combine for over 200 yards rushing. That was the yeah. game Mixon had 153 yards and P Ryan had 51. So it has happened once this season. At least. But that's combined. You said over each, right? Did you say each over 100? Oh, you said each over 100. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. So I I'll do that. I like I like the combined for is 200 yards from scrimmage enough? 
That was 200 yards rushing. So. Yeah. I like 200 yards from scrimmage better than each goes for rushing. Yeah, 100 each goes over 100. Yeah, yeah, that's that's probably right. I'm going to give you a, a B plus on the last one there. That's that's fine because I had to yeah. adjust it. I don't you can't so, get a B for me. Every day for somebody adjusting yeah. it on the fly <laughs> aggressively. A B, a B from Sully. A revenge B. That's fine. I'm that is revenge. Hundred percent. I'm going to give it uh, a minus because it's a positive Bengals prediction, and that yeah. is just how I operate. All right, Breach, um, go ahead. And. Now I will make my prediction, and I was trying to quickly look, and not so quickly anymore, if the Bengals have ever had two 100-yard rushers in a game, which was Brinson's original prediction. Uh, and if they have, it has been quite a while. All right, my bold prediction is kind of similar to Brinson's, except it's with receivers. Uh, I'm predicting that the Bengals have two 100-yard receivers in this game. Number one, they have never done that in their playoff history. Number two, it only happened one time during the 2022 season. So you, you would think that's something that happens a lot. It only happened once, and it has only happened twice for Joe Burrow ever since he's been the starting quarterback. That seems impossible. It does seem impossible. It, it it's the truth. Almost as impossible as you saying one time and holding up two fingers just now. <laughs> one, two. I was, gonna, I was going to my next one, too. It's only happened twice with Burrow. Jeez, I can't believe that's only happened once during the season. Now, how many games did Jamar miss during the season? Because I, I forgot that he had the hip injury for a while. Like four or five? Right. He met, he was out a few weeks. All right. I'll give this an A, Breach. I, I think it's actually surprisingly, uh, assuming you're not lying to us, it could happen eight times and I would believe you. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I, I I give you an A- minus because it's uh, positive for the Bengals, who are my <laughs> Bengals. Um, if the Bengals get through, I'm guaranteed a, I'm guaranteed a Super Bowl winning ticket, which is pretty sweet. Um, humble brag, and Brinson, uh, to a nice steak dinner in Phoenix. Thanks, Princeton. If the Eagles win, we can do a nice steak dinner. It's a pretty big ticket. Um, and Sally, I was, what do you got? Oh, sorry. Well, I, I was just gonna say, oh yeah, a minus. I'm done. Yeah. Uh, hey. Right. Thanks. So, and real quick, finally, uh, the only time, the last time the Bengals had two 100 yard rushers in the same game, which was Brinson's original prediction, was December 1986 against Solly's Patriots. Oh no, uh, not often. James Brooks, 163, Stanley Wilson, 120. My goodness. So, Breach, remind me after we do this last one to – to we'll have to settle up how we want to score this this round because it could be a situation – like, Brinson would have to win out to win, so we might need to, to scale this differently in terms of the points. Oh, you, we offer two points per bowl prediction in the championship round. Or maybe, maybe, you, you yeah. pick, maybe you pick one of the teams in the games that you want two points to go to, and the other one gets one point, but it'll be up to you. But we can discuss that in a second. All right, Kansas City – um, Breach, once you start, so you can snake draft it. Um, my prediction is that Patrick Mahomes throws zero touchdown passes. Uh, that did not happen a single time this season. Oh my gosh. It's a quintessential sneaky breach move because if he doesn't play, you get it. The last time Mahomes had zero touchdowns was week 13 of 2021. Uh, but interestingly enough, the last three times Mahomes has thrown zero touchdowns, the Chiefs are two and one. So playoffs are just all time uh, overall, all, overall. So it doesn't well, it, automatically it goes to the idea that they just ran the ball really well. Yes, but they're not going to do again, that against. It the, did not happen yeah. a single time this season. I'm going to give you B plus. It almost is two bowl for my my taste. Why he's injured? This is just a great prediction. That's I'll, a minus. You, I'll give you. Uh, oh, Sully said B minus quietly. I no, heard I said so. A minus. Oh, okay. Um, I'll give you a. Uh, uh, I'll give you a B. I think that you're. I think that there's. It's a. I'll give you a B plus. Oh God. 
Princeton always thinks there's like multiple layers to my predictions. There are always multiple not layers. Fair. I just right. think Mahomes is playing, so that's why I'm like, yeah. okay, if he, if he plays and plays and throws no touchdowns, it's pretty remarkable. Yeah. He's, yeah I mean, yeah. I think he's probably playing too. He is playing. I'm going to go next because my bold prediction is the exact opposite of breaches. And the reason I know he's playing in breach is because week one, the 2019 season against the same Jaguars, he had an ankle sprain. He said that was worse than the one that happened last weekend. And he played. And not only did he play, he threw seven touchdowns and averaged 409 yards passing while going 2-0 and in the next two games. So my bold prediction is that Patrick Mahomes throws for more than 400 yards, four touchdowns, and zero interceptions based on the fact that he's healthier, quotation marks, than he was 2019 when he hurt his ankle. That's just an A+. Plus. Yeah. I mean, if you nail that, I mean, come on. Take that, Breach. Where you at, Breach? <laughs> now no, he's great in this down. You got to think of the the Bengals. Yeah, no, well, here, no. Here's the thing: is I don't think I would compare those two injuries because Mahomes did not leave the game. Ankles. He didn't leave the game when he injured his ankle uh, the first time around, which was also against Jacksonville back in 2019. I just and said that. whereas this game, it was so bad he had to leave for a quarter, he and then this was, was worse. I mean, we saw what happened. Watch the game from tw- learn the game, Wilson. Learn the game. If you go watch the 2019 game, though, he didn't. He wasn't hobbling like he was in the playoff game. I'm going to tell and you so, like my my boss used to tell me when I had a real job in Washington D.C. Excuses are for losers. So <laughs> you go on with that, and then you give me your grade. I'm just saying he looked in a lot more pain this year than he did in 2019. He's an actor gonna, breach. You all state commercials. What do you give me? A B plus. Oh, okay. All that for B plus. Yeah, Mahomes are four hundred four touchdowns. I mean, it's like I mean, you talk about a and zero interceptions. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna hit all of like the. By the way, the one thing about all this this game in particular that's like, I don't like the the, the build up of you know, like like I saw Peter Schrager on Good Morning Football said if Burrow wins this game against Mahomes, can you really suggest that Mahomes is a better quarterback than Burrow? It's like yes, you can. Yeah, very easily. But I don't like. I don't like this. I don't like this narrative. A breach, maybe. Did you mention this? Where it's like, this is going to be. Somebody said it on like the. He's like, this is going to be the narrative for the like for this game. Is like, there's just. I, I don't. There's too much talk about what about like Joe Burrow three and zero against Mahomes for my liking as someone who is backing the Bengals in the spot. Yeah, I mean, even if the Bengals win, and that's it is weird how uh, you know they were the huge underdog last week and every the world against them, and now it almost seems like everyone is overconfident. And like, if Patrick Mahomes is probably going to win MVP, he's going to have two MVPs, he's going to have a Super Bowl win, he's been to five straight conference title games. Like, I, I absolutely think Burrow's at least the number two quarterback, but I don't think you can just say, hey, if he beats Mahomes here. Uh, you know, let's get a Super Bowl first. Let's let's maybe get an MVP first before we're just ready yeah, to crown him at the number one spot. But I, I absolutely he's top two to me. He is top two. And, and you sort of mentioned it earlier in Slack that Josh Allen's elbow doesn't appear to be 100 percent. But whatever it is, what it is, based on what we've seen, even if someone says your dude, Joe Burrow's number one at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. I mean, there's a clear top three to me. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I, I think. You, well, and, and you could I mean, if you wanted to, you could throw. Herbert on the tail end of that, but I feel yeah, like Herbert and your boy T Law and lur- like lurking in the grass, McCorkle Jones. Watch out. <laughs> yeah, sure. We'll yeah, see. I mean, no, I think I would say that it's like it, there's a clear top three where it's Mahomes, Allen, and Burrow in some particular order. You know, it varies depending on your taste and um, your preferences. And then there's a, a the next tier, which is like Lawrence and, and Herbert, where it's I know these guys are good, but we need to you want to see the 
sustained success and or the postseason success. I don't know if you necessarily need it, but at the same time, I do think that you you would like to have Burrow have a title before you can start saying, like, okay, he's over Mahomes, or you try to compare it to, like, you know, a lot of the arguments up here over the years were, like, Brady and Manning. Brady always would beat Manning, and he had the titles, but Manning always had the MVPs. I think that you need Burrow to actually start winning in Lombardi's before we start putting them over there. I mean, let's not let's not like gloss over the fact that the clear top three te- like quarterbacks in the NFL have one combined Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, I, I, nobody's questioning Mahomes' bona fides, and you know the ankle thing definitely screws up the possibilities for winning this year. But like, you know, if you host five straight AFC Championship games, you have one title and two only two Super Bowl appearances. You can, you can. Well, I mean, to that point, I don't, I don't know if saying that the top three quarterbacks in the NFL have one Super Bowl title is fair because once Tom Brady retires, how many does, how many Super Bowl wins does every starting quarterback in the entire NFL combined have? Right. I've made that point frequently. Like Brett Favre won, you know, Elway snuck out two, is lucky to even have one. Marino zero, right? Uh, Big Ben two. Big Ben and Eli, you know, two. Um, you could point to. You know, the teams around them helping them win. Obviously, Tom Brady, same thing. Like Brady's number, the Drew Brees won. Aaron Rodgers possibly retiring with one. I've said far, I think, but like Nick Foles, you can, yeah. I mean, it's Russell Wilson has one. Matthew Stafford has one. So you're not even talking about like All once famous. Brady's gone, you just have this list of people who have won, and none of them are great. With Aaron Rodgers kind of being on the backside of his career, and so it's like that becomes hard to, be, you know. It used to be Super Bowl wins were such a huge part of the argument, but now with everybody only having one, uh, it makes it more interesting. Well, I think part of it, too, is that I think we're just so desensitized to, okay, Brady has seven. So you're just like, okay, this is a crazy number. But really, two is a very significant two number Super of championships is in a NFL history. stone-cold lock for the Hall of Fame, unless you're like, sure. unless you, you know, were dragged along to the two wins. like you know, Joe Flacco has a Super Bowl win, if we're talking about active quarterbacks who have started and won a Super Bowl. All right, Brinson, what's your uh, KC bowl prediction? Um, I wanted to do something with Kadarius Tony, aka Young Joka. So I will. I'll, I'll go Tony because I think that they may use Tony a lot in the backfield or in like weird sort of formations to try and mitigate Mahomes's um, ankle issue. Are you are you smiling because you have Kadarius Tony too? So I do. Okay, I go a different direction. No, I want to see where you go. I'm going to say he has two rushing touchdowns in this game. Ooh. Rushing? Rushing. Okay, that's actually pretty bold. I don't hate that. Do you want to double up and let's grade together? Yeah, Tyler, let's, do- let's do it. Yeah, that, that'll make sense. So I have, a, I have him rushing for a 25-yard or more touchdown. Oh, again like with that. the 25-yard. <laughs> I might like that better. I'd like, like that. I'd like that better than mine, though, because... Although if he gets like, you know, if he gets one from like five yards, we're both like is getting middled here. So he's rushed for like a, th- he's had a, he's flirted on a couple of rushes around 14 yards, but he did have a 31 yard run or 32 yard run, excuse me. And his real first game with, with the chiefs, he played minimally in that first game, but against the Jaguars in week 10, he did run for 32 yards in the last few games. He, he at least gets one of these kind of reverses or something along those lines. And like Will saying, if Mahomes is hurt, they're going to kind of get a little creative in that backfield. So you're saying one touchdown, 25 plus, right? Yeah. And, and Brenton's saying two. two rushing touchdowns. You're uh, saying rushing as well, think, though, right, Sully? Say that again. You're saying rushing as well, though, not yes. receiving. Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, can I get? Can I? I would like one amendment to my to my to my prediction before we grade. Um, yeah. 
because the, I, for, I always forget those stupid jet sweep little pitches are receiving touchdowns. You want to include that? Yeah. Okay. Two total, two total touchdowns, but I don't want a, it, but like, it has to be like, if you catch behind, the, behind line the line of scrimmage. Yeah. 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 All right. I'll give you both A's. I, I'm, uh, I don't, I like both of those. I'm going to also give you both A's because Kadarius Tony only had one rushing touchdown all season. So we would have to double that to hit Brenton's number. And it only came from 11 yards out. So that was his longest rushing touchdown of the season. So obviously if Sully's hit, that would be impressive too. So I'm giving the A also. All right, Brenton and Sully, what are you gonna how are you gonna grade each other? Yeah, we gotta give each other A pluses, right? A pluses, yeah, 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 yeah. A pluses. <laughs> um, by the way, I, I also think I also think there's a very good chance. I know like some people are talking about Pacheco overs and, and like Pacheco's gonna like eat against the Bengals defense and all that. Um if Mahomes is that banged up, I would not be surprised at all if they went heavy McKinnon in terms of snap counts. But like that dude can pass block pretty well. He's an easier out, better outlet. So that that's sort of a curious thing for me and how the Chiefs approach this uh, this from a game. Last back. I saw, Pancheco's ca carries were like 11 and a half. I do like that. I like the over on that. Yeah. Well, unless they're trailing, though, then it's McKinnon. Like, well, and that's the one thing I will say, because Wilson brought up, obviously, uh, the, the ankle injury from 2019 and how Mahomes played well in the other game. But let's not forget the last time Mahomes was dealing with a big injury on a major stage, and that was when he had turf toe going into the Super Bowl. And he got annihilated. He couldn't move around. He couldn't get out of the pocket. Uh, and the Chiefs fell behind. And so that crushed. You can't run the ball anymore. And so now you have a Gimpy Mahomes throwing, I think, 49 passes in that game. And barely completing, I think, 50% of them. It was just a beatdown. Yeah, but that of, offensive line was worse than the Bengals' current offensive line, though, right? Well, I mean, yeah, I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying that you still have, if you have a Gimpy quarterback, we have no idea what Mahomes is going to look like, that that, you can't fall behind if you're the Chiefs is really what it comes down to. Yeah, no, that's fine. But they spent a lot of money to fix up. You can find the snap count in that game, too. Um, here we go. Uh, Chiefs snap counts. From which one? Super Bowl? Yeah. I'm just looking to see what they did at, at the running back position. Um, yeah, Dar that's where Daryl Williams had 55% of the snaps and Clyde over to layer of just 45%. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's sort of, you know, indicative of what they, you know, you're talking about a rookie running back who you want to feed the ball versus the veteran sort of pass catching back, you know, who's maybe a little bit of a pass protector and, and a little bit more um, versatile in the pass game. So just just a thought there for people who are looking at props and, and whatnot. We'll have plenty of that, of course. All right, Breach, let's quickly, uh, I'll give you the favorite in each game. You can tell me what it is, and then we'll, we'll bonk out of here. So in the 49ers-Eagles game, the first game on the docket, Sully is in uh, the leader in the clubhouse, excuse me, for the 49ers prop, which is what? So his 49ers prop is that they will score 17 points or less. On the other side, both Brinson and Sully tied for uh, the top spot, the favorite with their picks, which were. Brinson's pick is the Eagles will help be held to their lowest rushing total of the season, which was 67 yards. And Sully's was that A.J. Brown will have two touchdowns of 25 yards or more. Is. He loves 25. All right. No surprise. Bengals Chiefs. On the Bengals side, Breach, you are in first place heading into the actual game. Woohoo! And my prediction is that the Bengals will have two 100-yard receivers in this game, which they only did once all season. Yeah, that was a good one. And then finally, the Chiefs. We just heard Brinson and Sully. They're both predictions. Uh, they are the leaders. So let's talk quickly. Uh, again, four and a, let's give the scoreboard update. I'm at four and a half. Wilson is in first place at four and a half. He's going to ask for a scoreboard update every 10 minutes as long as he's in first place. Solly is in second place with two and a half points. I'm in third place with one and a half point. And Brinson is in the cellar with all the wine 
at a half point. So he is where he, I like to be, quite frank, quite frankly. So you need to run the table to even tie for first place. So do you want to uh, change up the, the point distribution in these games? I, I think it's conference side around. Make them all worth two points. All and we're gonna crank it up for the Super Bowl too. Like make it worth 50. yeah. Then make them three points for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay, so just make a note breach. These are worth two points each. Um, I don't feel good about my chances, but that's okay. Really, no, I really dialed my back to to be less like yeah egregious. I felt, I felt like the Philly special thing was not that crazy, but Mahomes got hurt. What do you? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I think I controlled that. Um, I, also, I think the Jaguar. I think the Chiefs blow out the Jaguars, and Mahomes doesn't get hurt too. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, and you know what? Real quick, uh, as commenter Raven says down here, you know, I was just talking about if you're the Chiefs, you don't want to be playing from behind uh, with Mahomes injured. And so if the Chiefs win the coin toss, that opens up an interesting dynamic because the Bengals have been taking the ball first all year and going down and scoring. So the other team is immediately on their heels. So if you're the Chiefs, you might say, well, we don't want them to do that. So maybe we'll take the ball first. So Andy Reid's going to have a little bit to think about if they do win the coin toss. All right. We good? Good day. Good day. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. For Breach, for Sully, for Wilson. I'm Brinson. We will see you guys later. The time has come for drag queens to save the world. RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars is back on Paramount Plus, and for the first time ever, I want you to use your talent for good for a change. <laughs> Eight iconic queens are competing for the charity of their choice. This is how you do drag. Who will slay it forward, win cash for their favorite cause, and a coveted spot in the Drag Race Hall of Fame. RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. New season streaming May 17th exclusively on Paramount Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply.